This is the podcast. This is, is going to be a roller coaster ride. Is it started? Are we starting? Is this I it? I don't know. Is this I, it starting? I always ask the same question if I've. I don't think Richard has pushed record yet. I did. Oh, you did. So you did push record. Yeah. See, and I ask the same dumb question like a stupid podcaster every single time, which is, did you did you push record? Like there's a button to push. Right. Oh, like there's oh a button God. to push. God, you guys are going there already, huh? <laughs> A button to push. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my button was deactivated. You say a that long, long time ago. I Baby. don't don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> they make things for that. Is it? it, it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We do need a safe word. Can we come up with a safe word? Cashew. Cashew. Okay. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here on a very special edition of the Brando cast. I'm sitting here with two young ladies (laughs) who (laughs) I've been chasing down. I've been chasing to get them to do this podcast for months and months and months and months. Dana and Julia. (laughs) Dana Goodman and Julia Wolfe. Because, because, because I knew that there's a high chance that they will completely take over this podcast today. Uh, Ladies, say hello. Cashew! <laughs> podcast <That's> over. Our... <laughs> okay. Shalom, everybody. Shalom. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. Yes. Shalom, fine friends. Dana and Julia, the legendary Dana and Julia, who I just, I, I said to them when we were, when we met outside on the, on the street, that uh, I wanted to save everything for upstairs. There is nothing that's off limits. I know that these ladies are going to take us to a place that I've probably never gone before. Well, you haven't been there in a while. I haven't been there yeah. since the well, 90s. You lost your button. Yeah, I haven't been there since the 90s. We just got to loosen up your button. <laughs> yeah. And by button, I mean perineum. <laughs> we are also sitting here today with super producer Richard Sheltinga. Hello, Richard. Hello. Some people are having cocktails today, which is a rare thing on the Brando cast. I believe that Richard... Uh, you're it's having, becoming more and more. And I believe you are having Casamigos as well. Yes, the Añejo on the rocks. The Añejo on I'm the rocks. I'm having a soy latte. Mm. Uh, you ladies went to a Christmas party last night, correct? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not drinking. So, oh, I'm hungover. You're hungover. Yeah. Okay. It's the one time of year people invite us to parties. Yeah. This, these, last, these two weeks of December. And we don't know how to act anymore. Well, how, how, well, it's, it's the holiday season, so was it an ugly Christmas sweater party? No, we no. just had to do so much trimming before we got there. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> before, before a Christmas party, you got to trim. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Understood. You know? Right. The do Hanukkah I, bush. The Hanukkah bush. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go there. So let's just start, because I have picked an yeah. artist. Usually I pick an artist that people don't know or don't like, but I've picked an artist today, ladies that I believe you do know, I hope you like. Oh, God. It's a person that, that shares. Oh, I'm evil, I, yeah, I got no. <laughs> <laughs> that, shares, that shares your love of uh, Genji. Yeah. Can I put it that way, even though you didn't come up with that phrase? You guys know who this is, of course. Prince. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> 
Uh, isn't he canceled? <laughs> yes. My, Michael Jackson, Prince Rogers Nelson. <laughs> Michael Rogers Nelson. Jackson. A.K.A. Prince. Prince Rogers Nelson was an American singer, songwriter, musician, record producer, dancer, actor, and filmmaker. He's a guitar virtuoso known for his genre-crossing work and his flamboyant stage appearance. Prince is regarded... <laughs> thank you for that. Prince is regarded as one of the greatest musicians of all time in that his music integrated a wide variety of styles, including funk, rock, R&B, new wave, and pop. Prince. Any thoughts about Prince? Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Love Prince. Remember, you weren't allowed to watch Purple yeah, Rain. Yeah, I have a funny story about that. Please tell me. So I was in sixth grade. Okay. Single mother raising two obnoxious girls. Right. Your mother. My mother. You weren't a single mother in no, sixth no, no. grade. Exactly. <laughs> and Prince, I wish I was. I missed I missed it by a second. Okay. <laughs> she didn't get her period till seventh grade. I know. Okay. Worst. I just had breast buds. Well, maybe you adopted a kid or something like that and soon, just wanted to be a sixth grade mom. Soon yeah. to come. Soon to come. Okay. So my mom, uh, Prince came out and I loved him and he was so hypersexual, as she said. Yes. And she said, you can never see Purple Rain. And if you ever see it, I will know. And this is before I started lying to my mom. Okay. Every day of my life. Okay. So my friend Susan Gross had a birthday party. Uh-huh. And of course, they were watching Purple Rain. And I was so This is sixth grade. Six. Okay. I was so mad. So I decided to sit in her closet for the entire time. And so masturbate. I was, and I masturbated. Wait. It was the first time I came. You did? Yeah. So oh, I'm real? like, I'm okay. not, I'm not, I'm not going to watch this. I'm just going to sit in your closet and masturbate. That way I'm making myself feel good. I'm not watching Purple Rain and I'm fuck, fuck my mom. I'm not going home. Yeah. So okay. I, I just, but you were making your mom feel good. Yeah. Because I didn't watch. You respected that boundary, <laughs> right. but you didn't respect the boundaries in the gross household because you just went in right. a closet and masturbate. Well, I don't think anybody to told you you couldn't. No. I, so I was sitting in the closet and my friends would keep coming in and saying, hi, are you doing okay? Bring me like a soda. I'm like, uh. <laughs> You're like, Ugh. <laughs> when when did you finally see purple rain? The next day. <laughs> And that's when I started lying to my mom. Yeah, you had to. I had to. We all grew up I'm, lying to our moms. You oh have my to, God, yeah. That's where you learn how to lie. Yeah. Lying to your mom is like little boys. Like, that's where we learn to lie to people we're dating. Right. Women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to women. Because we lie to our moms. Uh-huh. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I'm not the per- first person we, to we invent have, that. That's why we Thank have never mom. been married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first see uh, Purple Rain? I think when it came out. What, okay. I mean, a long time ago. It was a long time yeah. ago. Did you I see remember. the theater? Probably. I skipped Lucky. school to go see it because I was in 10th grade, I think. And we skipped school to go see it. Yeah. At the Highland Theater in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. I remember thinking it was so dirty. Oh, God. Right? So dirty. Yeah. And Prince was dirty. Yeah. Oh, so dirty. Right? Oh. He punched a woman and. Oh, and you still want to have sex with him? But you didn't know what <laughs> oh, sex <my> was? <laughs> you, you, you know, you know. You know. I, I used to know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, th- I think your button is still there. It's, it's, but my button is still there, but it is, it is Pushing buried. My buttons, it is buried baby. beneath. It All is, the hair. <laughs> Lips uh, and the burrs. I do have a lot of hair now. I do have a lot of hair now. You I do. I'm going you back. You don't trim? 
I do not. Well, for Hanukkah, my Hanukkah trim, I got a good Hanukkah trim going on. Okay, for the Hanukkah down bush. there, right? For the Hanukkah bush. You don't trim before church. I do not know. <laughs> what about before improv? Uh, I'm dead with improv too. I haven't done that in a cabillion years. We haven't either. We haven't either. Yeah. You guys haven't? No. Just for the people playing at home, Dana and Julia are <laughs> beloved comedians, actors, performers, writers. Beloved. I would say you're beloved. <laughs> gorgeous. You're Dana, when you say Dana gorgeous. and Julia, you're and gorgeous. <laughs> When you say Dan and hairless. Julia, it's Dan and Julia. Blemish free. Blemish free. Hairless top model <laughs> runway. <laughs> Keep going. Blemish free. What hairless. Is 36 Hair- D. You're both hairless? Yeah. And we're 38 Ds. 38 Ds. <laughs> I'm a double A. <laughs> Yes, but, 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 the, but they're also amazing improvisers. Um, and I know you guys through the Improv Olympic world. Uh, yeah, way back which, when. Way back when. Uh, so, again, thank you for being here. And I, I figured that Prince would I figured that Prince Love. would be a good topic because yeah. for people who know Dane and Julia know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that- Prince. <laughs> get inside. Get, get inside. <laughs> Born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Prince developed an interest in music as a young child, and he wrote his first song, Funk Machine, at the age of seven. He signed... <laughs> no. He signed a recording... Con- of course he did. He signed a recording contract with Warner Brothers, uh, and, well, when he was 16, 17... And his first record came out in 1978. That was called For You. He followed up with four very strong albums in a row. Prince, Dirty Mind, and 1981's Controversy. Not to nerd out and talk about Prince, but the first time I ever saw Prince was the video for this song, Controversy. Yes. And it was on USA's Night Flight. And I'd never seen the guy before in my life. This is 81. And he's wearing a trench coat. And nothing else but black, <laughs> black bikini briefs. And for an Irish Catholic person <laughs> from the suburbs of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you got so hard. I got so. Hard. <laughs> I got a confusing amount of hard. No, I was. It was for me. It was the most out there thing yeah. possible oh, yeah. that oh, yeah. my Irish Catholic brain could handle. It was like, wow, that guy. He's not playing rock. He's not yeah. playing funk. He's playing something different, and he's wearing a trench coat and nothing but little tiny. Yeah, black. tickle boxes are jittering. Yeah, what is it about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many musicians from back then that yeah. even like Wham or anyone who came out in the '80s or '70s or '80s, who I didn't realize they were gay because I was so young. I just right. thought that they were European. <laughs> <laughs> so right, so you're you're just assuming that George Michael is sleeping with every model yeah. in in the world, or like who's the other one? The the duo. There's another duo. Pet Shop Boys. Yes, and like um, Duran Duran. Right. They're not necessarily gay, but like no. anyone who looked like that, I didn't think. Oh, they must like men. I thought, oh, they're just from Europe. That's how they dress there. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Sheltinga has some history with the band Duran Duran. They were not. Oh, I was they, say. they were they they were I'm not, not European. They, they they enjoyed the ladies. Correct? Yeah, that's true. Oh, we, all, all the John Taylors. They enjoyed all the ladies. Yeah. No, they married. One of them was married to a model, right, or a supermodel. Her, her name was Dana Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Hairless, blemish free. <laughs> yeah, they enjoyed. They enjoyed yeah. it, but I understand what you're they saying. They looked like not. They didn't look like the guys I went to high school with. Who went to Jewish camp with? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God! There's no one at Camp Shalom that looked like Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Where? Where's Camp? Getting busted. Where's Camp Shalom? (laughs) Camp Shalom is actually in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my God! Wait, there's a Jewish camp in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She's the only member. (laughs) I was the only one. Wait, they made you go. Uh The citizens of Tulsa were like, set up a camp so we can get Julia out of town. Exactly. Well, she wanted to be a cheerleader for all Roberts University, so this was a close second. Yeah. For real, though. (laughs) That was the only college I knew when I was a kid was Oral Roberts. We lived like two miles from there. Okay. So we would drive by and I'd see like all the kids like out on campus. It looked so fun. And I would tell my mom, when I grow up, I want to be a cheerleader at Oral Roberts. And your mom looked at you like, honey. Yeah. She's like, you are too Jewish and too chubby. You cannot do that. (laughs) Was Oral Roberts, wasn't he a giant televangelist in the 70s? Right? Yes. Yep. I do remember that. He uh, he claimed that Jesus Jesus told them him to tell his congregation that he had to raise a million dollars or he was going to die. Um, and guess what? And, he raised it. He raised it. Sixty nine million. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. So Camp Shalom was um, in Oklahoma. It was. So all the Jewish kids in Oklahoma were shipped to Camp, all Camp Shalom. One of them. That's, That's amazing. Yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Skokie, Illinois. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Right on. Um, I uh, went to Camp Shy, Camp Chai in the Wisconsin Dells. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> now, that's a real camp. Oh. A Wisconsin Dells camp. A Jewish camp in the middle of the Dells. Camp. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Hardcore. Because the bus from Skokie to Camp Chai. <laughs> <laughs> it was about two and a half hours. Hell yeah. And I cried the whole way home. I never wanted to leave camp. You loved camp. Oh, I lived for it. Right on. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you live for camp? Was it co-ed? Fuck yeah. Okay. And how, how old were you when you were going to camp? I think I went to camp from seventh, sixth grade, overnight camp, to... Till 25. Till last year. <laughs> <laughs> when I got fired for sleeping with a, uh, a camper. <laughs> or the owner of the camp. Yeah. Both. Camp Chai. Yeah. <laughs> camp Chai. So when Julie and I met, we were like... We have to be best friends. Yeah. And you, did you guys meet in the city of Chicago? We did. Right on. And Level both, one Improv Olympic with Sharna Halpern. Level one class. Who else was in that class? I bet there was some other heavy fucking yeah, people in that. There were some good ones. Um, who's in our class? Lance. Oh, Dana's boyfriend, Lance Barber. Lance Barber. Barber. Lance Barber. Mm-hmm. Um, who's now on uh, uh, Young Sheldon. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. Um, was Jason Sudeikis in our first one? Yeah, maybe. And or Jack McBrayer. Jack McBrayer. <laughs> the legendary Jack McBrayer. And was like Baronholtz in that class? No, he was younger. <laughs> he, he was, was too acting. young to be. He was too little. He was. He yeah. was still in diapers. <laughs> no, he, he was right after us. You two ladies lived with Ike Baronholtz. We, we did. sure did. Wow. I, when he was eighteen and we were twenty-two and twenty-three. Holy Christ! We had this uh, apartment above this Irish bar called Clancy's, mm-hmm. in between Lincoln. I mean, on Lincoln, in between Irving and Montrose, and it was above this bar. And we thought we had scored. We're like, oh my god, we got. The, but it was a three-bedroom. It right. was disgusting. But we thought it was the we greatest were like, thing. We had Benoit balls on the hanging on the on the wall. We didn't uh, even know what uh, they were. We just course. thought they were beautiful. Uh, what, what are Ben what are balls? I don't know. Okay. You don't know? I don't know. Oh, I, do, I do okay. know. I do know. It's like, aww. I do. No, there's no button. Yeah. No, so, so we had this third bedroom and it turned into this revolving door of like all of our guy friends who like broke up with their girlfriends. Or got and kicked out. Or got kicked out or their wives and like 
It was hilarious. So they needed to come and live with Dana and Julia to get their to get back on their feet. Yeah, and we did and not find make themselves it easy. Again. No. You didn't. No, we didn't. Never. They were we were they hated every minute of living with us. Yeah, because we were both bartending, so we would be up all night long. We'd like, come up late with people. And oh partying shit! And, yeah, and they'd be like, "I'm trying to sleep." Like, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Joe Canelli? I don't know Joe oh. Canelli. Oh, he lived with us. We hated him. God, uh, we hated actor, hated improviser, yeah. comedian, Second City person, yeah, improv Olympic. Okay, yeah. right on. Do you know Susan Messing? Of course, everyone he knows. Was, he, they were married. They have a child together. Okay, understood. But now he's married to Molly, who's another improviser. Gotcha. Who we started with. Yeah, we love Molly. Where did you guys bartend in Chicago? <gasps> well, we were... Lots at, of places? One place isn't even... The corner Pocket is not even there, I don't think, anymore. But it was a pool hall on Halstead. Yeah, and I used to work in at Boys South, Town? Southport Lanes. Close to Boys Town, but okay. it wasn't Boys Town. Mm-hmm. But sort of in that area. And they were owned by the same person. So sometimes yeah. we worked together. So at Southport Lanes, or, yeah, or and Corner Pocket. Cocktail waitressing Southport Lanes, which was more of a Wrigleyville. Oh it's my like god! Still Southport have like the... Lanes is Bro City. Is it still oh, open? Yes. Bro, bro City. City, yeah. Wrigleyville, Bro City, Southport Lanes, and then Bar Louie forever, which used to be right next to Improv Olympic. Of course. Wow. Damn. We've been around. Well, you've done it. You've done it. <laughs> well, this love... is us doing it. This is us doing it. Got it. <laughs> Cashew. <laughs> Wait, we've already but the, the safe word. Cashew. I feel like we've been PG thirteen to this point. <laughs> Show me your button <laughs> under the hair. Oh, oh my god, love. I love this song. You do love this song. Yes. This is the long, long intro to 1999. Oh I'm gonna read you guys a couple more things about Mr. Prince yeah, as we go along here. Please, in 1982, please. Prince released the double album. Look at these glasses, ladies. So look good. You are a sexual being through Prince, and through. <laughs> Prince released the double album, 1999. I just blarted. Which sold over three million copies. Ah. The video for Little Red Corvette was played in heavy rotation on MTV. Period. And the song Delirious placed in the top ten on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Yeah. 1999 firmly established Prince as a superstar. Where are Wendy and Lisa? Yes. We want to do a four-person show with them. <laughs> you mean here in Los Angeles? Well, just like in currently. general. Like, currently. what are they doing? They, Wendy and Lisa, who were in the band The Revolution right. for Prince. Everyone knows Wendy and Lisa. They have gone on to be songwriters and producers. Yeah. Like, they've worked with so many fucking people. I bet. Yes, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, Lisa. <laughs> but they, Wendy. But they also, not to nerd out on, on music talk, but they also, there's a version of The Revolution that's touring. Uh, Are they in touring it? right now. Oh, yeah. They're in it. Oh, that's we're cool. going. Like, after Prince passed away, the members of the revolution were like, we should, they did like a tribute concert and they All had right. such a good time doing it. They decided that they would just keep on, keep it on. The four of us were going. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I bet the revolution <laughs> would be bus. actually really good. Did you see Are them, you Richard, when I they didn't. came to town? I didn't. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, by the way, Julia's wearing a Scorpions hat. I know. I wore it special no bra. for the show. Scorpions no hat. No bra. For the Brando cast. No bra. <laughs> no men, bra and Scorpions hat. And men's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> In tech, 10 seconds, let's all unbutton one button. <laughs> but not tell each other what I, it is. I, I, I've already unbuttoned the top button of my jeans, but, that, but that's only because, reason. for a different reason. Because Pizza. Because of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like pizza. Because pizza. Yeah. yeah because pizza and because the occasional Taco Bell. Oh, forget. And Pablito's Tacos in Burbank. 
I haven't been there. I haven't been there either. Oh, fuck. It's amazing. Where's your favorite burrito? My favorite burrito in Los Angeles? I need a carne asada burrito with no rice. What's your favorite? Well, from where we are right now, cactus on vine is completely fine. There's nothing wrong with cactus on vine. But the best carne asada burrito... This is going to blow your fucking mind. Tell me. Okay. Blow our balls off. There's a place called the Cilantro Grill. It's a food field trip. It's we're, in the Chevron. We're going. On the corner of Sherman Way and the goddamn 170 Freeway. No. And they make the most amazing carne asada. And you get it in a bowl. You get it in a fucking taco. You can get it in a fucking burrito. And they rule. Because tomorrow's Burrito Monday. Tomorrow's it, Burrito Monday? Yeah, it's like a holiday. Like National Burrito like Monday. National. It's always Burrito Monday but for me. Like, so. yeah, me too, but isn't me it too. Donut Day on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> donut yeah. Hall Day. Oh. oh. Cashew. <laughs> Cashew. Uh, Cashew. No, uh, Cilantro Grill. We're going. It's incredible. But the location sounds like it's, it's got sucky. like hepatitis. No, no, no. Hepatitis it's actually, Boulevard? It's, yeah. No, it's a nice... It's, it's, it's a nice Chevron, but it's a giant. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> but it's a it's a giant Chevron, and so instead of having like the food mart inside, they have the goddamn cilantro grill, and there'll, there'll be like 10, 15 people in line. We're going because they crush it. By the way, the Revolution just played the Ace Theater last week. No way! Wait, the Ace Theater here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. I thought we were going. God damn it! <laughs> Too late. Wow. Our, our bushes are not on the pulse like I thought. <laughs> Cashew, <laughs> taking my shirt off. Yeah. Well, wow, there's a, there's some undressing. <laughs> so hot in here. So hot. I was hot in the nineties. <laughs> I was hot in the nineties. Tell I, us about you in the nineties. Yeah, it, it was just a better me. Did you did you know him in the nineties? No, he did no. not. He's heard not. tales. He's heard tales. Well, yeah, the better version of me was in the nineties. Were you here in the nineties? I was in here. LA? I moved here from. Yeah. Graduating Spooky. Northwestern Yo, like, University, oh, right. you went there. and I came out here with my friends. Is that how Instead you know of staying in Chicago? Wait, yes, with ninety what? Nine September of nineteen ninety. Wow. Yeah. When Instead did we first of staying in Chicago at Improv Olympic here in town, and because Improv Olympic merged for me because my dear friend Betsy Thomas, who I moved out here yeah, with from college, oh. she married young Adrian Winner. Both yeah, have, we they've love. been on the podcast. Who you guys knew from Improv Olympic? Yeah, I thought and that's they, how you knew Betsy was through him. No, no, no. We wow. moved, Betsy and I moved out to Los Angeles together with our three best friends, and we had a house on. I've said this on this podcast, but deal with it, people who listen regularly. Uh, on uh, Ogden and Fountain. Yes, I've heard Fountain that on Fairfax. your podcast. <laughs> so we had that. We had the house. We had the cool part. We had like because all of our friends that had big apartments in Chicago, <clears throat> you know, the ethos was let's have the big five bedroom yeah. apartment that be- that becomes the party house. And so we were like, we want that in L.A. Right. And we did it. We had a pool. How long did you live there? I lived there off and on for almost six years. Wow. Betsy was the first to move out. Oh yeah. Yeah. After the riots, because she was like, fuck this. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, because that was a real hectic period of time. Yeah, there's some um, there's some legal legal things happening here. In the, <laughs> it's all legal. Legal things happening in the state of California that are happening in the studio right now. Just gateway shit. Do you have any Coke? Cola? <laughs> Remember what happened before the podcast? Some podcast enhancing. Dave asked if, if he had any Coke, and he's like, well, we only have Diet Coke. I'm like, you're so immature. <laughs> At 90s, Brendan would have understood what you were, what you were wanting. But. We barely. So understand. where did you hang out here in the 90s? Here in the 90s, we we had a, there were there were no bars. Yeah. So we had there were like Daddy's. very uh, not well. Daddy's had its period of time, but our favorite bar was a bar called Smalls. 
oh, which was on Melrose no, and Gower, oh. right in the so corner. Great. Melrose. It was the really? greatest bar in the history of LA it's because great. it was like homeless guy, Sean Penn, right. <laughs> hobo, yeah. the guys from Fishbone, yeah. <laughs> crazy person chewing his arm off, and then John Cusack. Yeah. And it was like a, an incredible amazing. mix dog of people. wandering around. Yeah, dog wandering around. And then the other place was Hollywood <laughs> Billiards. Oh, which was in, a, in the basement of West at Western and, and Hollywood. That yeah. one, that one fell apart after the earthquake. Uh, it fell apart during the earthquake because the building fell on top of That's right. the fucking basement. Yeah. That was yeah. a great place. That was my favorite place. But the farmers market has always been my other. Is that where you're still going? Hang out. I not a, not Is it like Thursdays or something? Thursdays. Yeah. I think, we, and I'm not gonna lie about this. I think my friends and I invented Thursdays at the farmers market. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. We're going. We're going because we well because we haven't hung, we we need the three of us need to hang hang out yeah and I'm they not, still just, do Thursdays at the farmers market yeah really? oh yeah absolutely have you been there recently not in a while I think it's time yeah I think it's time but we need to hang out we yeah. need to make new memories we need well you guys were kind enough to come to my birthday party which uh, yeah. I oh I appreciate god. so much what's the before, oh my god so before we got to your party yes we went to dinner and then there was a um. A weed store next door. Oh yeah. So we and I was gonna roll a joint, but I just didn't she have just enough. Bought bought one of those pre made like giant ones. We yes. smoked it, and then by the time we got to your party, I was so high. You couldn't I see. Like, stood in the crowd of like all the guys bobbing their head. <laughs> but I saw you both of you. We I were mean, I can't, show you me were so close, yeah, but you were so. End, I was so high. You were I, so high. Did but I, it was fun. Did, did you, you hear what we were screaming? Show us your tits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I saw you. Okay. Drenched in sweat. That's a fat You're guy. You're amazing. Saying, Thank you. I appreciate so that. Fun. Yeah, I'm so fun. Yeah, cool. But I'm honored that you guys showed up. That was very sweet. You're the breastless. And it was very far breastless. from where I live. <laughs> where are you living now? I live by the Grove. But then we oh, lost you. Okay. you. Yeah. You didn't you come to Idle Hour after the after we, the concert was over? We went a few places and then we ended up at the pizza place. It, to, to, oh, Tony's? T- you guys went to Little Tony's in yeah. Hollywood afterwards? Oh it shit. It was so cute. I made an announcement from the stage uh, for people to come to Idle Hour. We were there. Right. Well, you know it was so packed and then No, Mike Buden wanted us all to himself. Oh, that's oh. right. And he made us go to the pizza place so he could try and hump. Fucking Bunin. Uh, fucking right. Bunin. Thank you, Richard. And Seamus. Yeah, fucking Bunin and, and fucking Seamus. And Kevin Dorf was there. Yep. I saw that. They were all never, never trust trying those guys. to get with us. For real? No. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted some middle-aged Jewish women. They wanted to do everything but but. <laughs> That's what they said. And then we said, no way. Maybe they just wanted to do a quick herald. That's true. You know what? Three seasons Cashew. again. <laughs> Cashew. Cashew, Brendan. You, you two, Dorf, Seamus, and Mike Pugh. Yeah. That's a solid show. We kept. They said when they were texting you, we didn't know where you were. I was at Adelaide. Richard was at Adelaide. I remember uh, I told your brother that it was the best night I've ever oh had. Oh, yeah. We met your brother. Yes, Brian Outside. Smith. Outside. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told him. Right on. And he said, you've got to get a better life then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the fact that you guys were there. That's I all. appreciate I mean, your commitment and your blast. love of music, and I'm not kidding. Thank you. Yep. Oh, God. Right here, we're, we're back to Purple Rain. Uh-oh, cash out. Does this take you right back to that, yeah. Oh, yeah. To that clock? Could you describe <laughs> the, the closet, closet. <laughs> at, the, at the Gross household? They were was hoarders. it a big closet? They were hoarders. I was they sitting were hoarders. on Al, it was awful. I, mean, I was trying to masturbate. And... The gross, the, and she the, was sitting on Susan Gross's yeah. dad's hemorrhoid pillow. Yeah. 
<laughs> farting and masturbating <laughs> all the live long day. Susan Gross of Skokie as well. Yes, love you, Sue. <laughs> did you guys grow up going to Sarkis? Oh my God! Of course you did. That's who, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just have a friend who went there. You know, Sarkis died. I do know that. And I just had a friend who went there two weeks ago and he sent me a picture of his Loretta and his disaster. Yeah. Did you get all that? Yeah. yeah. It's a legendary I diner Niles, in Skokie. I was in North. So oh, we, okay. right, I was right there. You went to Niles North High School. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah Right behind Alerta. <laughs> <laughs> There's some shaking going on. Yeah. There are some ladies dancing. There's an earthquake. <laughs> Black eye. <laughs> they are shaking their breasts freely. In 1984, Prince yeah. began referring to his backup band, as I said before, as the Revolution. Yep. They released Purple Rain, which was the soundtrack album to his successful film of the same name. It quickly became his most critically and commercially successful release, spending 24 consecutive weeks atop Billboard charts and selling 25 million copies worldwide. The film grossed more than 68 million bucks at the box office in 1984 money and over 80 million bucks worldwide. The film also won an Oscar for Best Original Song Score, the last song to receive that award. Let's go crazy. I'm loving all this info we're getting. Learning. learning. We're, learn, we're learning about Prince. We're yeah. having some cocktails and we're learning about Prince. Yeah. When did you, when was Prince really, when did, did you turn over to Prince? I the power, Prince the dark side. in junior high. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I loved Prince. I remember listening to him in college. Mm-hmm. Um... At Oral Roberts. At Oral Roberts. As it, was probably, it was probably illegal to listen to Prince at Oral Roberts. I'm okay. We, uh, <laughs> Someone yeah. just waved a, a, a device. Crystal mouth. <laughs> Do you mind? No, 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 no. Do you have an extra spoon? No, no, no. <laughs> just heat up. Heat it up and, heat it up and shoot it up. It's, it's okay. It's My just lighter podcast. just died. My Do you lighter. Have, uh, just a razor type thing? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, crack, is crack use uh, legal? Back. That's bad? It's back. Okay. It's back. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, thank God. It's been so boring without it. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm I'm okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I I want to, but I feel like I, I feel you like get I'm, too sexual? I'm, I, I do get too sexual. <laughs> And you guys wouldn't, yeah. My my, my sexuality, I uh, Jesus, it's just tell us, it, tell don't us. hide it away. Uh, Let's talk about it's, it. It's 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 a dim light that's been. Listen to me, we're all getting older. Well, and I have to say, for the first, can I just be honest? For the first time in my life, like I'm starting to feel it. Oh, uh, and so down there. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, no, not down there. Oh, okay. no, you no. still have juice. I, no, I still have juice because I, I, even though I have a little taco belly, I, I still I'm very I, I you play just basketball. Can't see the juice? Right. <laughs> Can you smell the juice? But Ew. I, Cashew. But it's it's been a long it's been a long time out in the frozen tundra, Listen. the frozen wastelands. It's, it's been, been a, it's like been a cold year. <laughs> this is a tough town for love. Uh, it's a fucking. It's always been a tough town for love, but like for me, in like the last five or six years, it's just been like. <laughs> you seem so social and I'm sexual. Super social. <laughs> but I'm just not seeing. No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wanted to try to do an experiment. And believe in the in the powers of uh, attraction rather <laughs> yes. than promotion because I think dudes yeah. were guilty of like you see someone hot you chase them down want to put it in you brainwash them into date going out on a date with you you trick them into going out on a date or whatever yeah 
for those of us who are not hot. <laughs> um, and and so I just thought, like, I'll just be me and see who shows up and says, yeah. hey, I like you. They're coming. Is it working? <laughs> no, no, it's not working. Doing that. Because everyone's online. Well, and I and online doesn't quite work for this Irish Catholic brain because it's weird, it's so weird. to go <laughs> on a date with someone who has no like no connection to any circle in your life. But you also have to understand that's awesome too, if they're not lying. I met my guy on OKCupid. You did? Yes. You on OKCupid? Yes. How many years ago? Five and a half. All right. And he has two penises. He has two penises and six balls, and I couldn't be happier. Okay. <laughs> do, do both do both work? No. Okay. <laughs> one works, but that's all that you need. Half a one. Okay. The black one. one. But you guys met on OKCupid. Okay we did. And, and I was single no... for five years, and wow. I'm like, I'm choosing wrong. Everything I'm doing is wrong. I need to sit with myself. Yeah. And it was right before she all the apps. on it. I had to pray on it. I did a vision board <laughs> on my vagina. Hi. And the way that you guys... Camp yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, it's awful. <laughs> you said it wrong. I Andy. swear I I'll share my bra. Baruch I don't know. I, I can't say words. But yeah, you say words. Be, I just. Be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I have been been myself, but no one has showed up. Just so wait. To be like, hey, hello. You don't want anyone you know either. No, 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 no. But in the old days, that's how, because I'm Gen X, that's how no, we I met know. people. It's very weird. Through your social it. circle. Yeah. Right? Are you, are, did you, do you have a, a dude currently? No, no. dude. No dude currently. But have you done the online thing? I have. And how do you find that? I hate it. Okay. It's awful. Why do you hate it? Tell me why you hate it. It just feels so unnatural. And there's so much garbage that you have to weed through. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's lying. Everyone's lying. What are the top lies? Height. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys lie about their height. Do they really? Oh my god! And women <laughs> lie about their weight. That's what I hear. I okay. And their age. Their age. And everyone lies about their age. Guys will put like because you you want to show up in this right search. Mm-hmm. So if a guy's fifty four, he's gonna say he's forty eight. Right. But you look at the like they'll say I'm forty three, and I'm like. There's no There's way. There's no fucking way. I look like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, it's so irritating. So you've had the experience yes. where someone shows up and they ain't who they advertise no. themselves to be. Oh, we, I, we've both had some yeah. you both have had wonderful oh, we've experience. had crazy, oh. crazy, crazy stories. But you have stalker stories? Did anyone blow a gasket and get mean after you were like, hey, I had a... I did pleasant a, time the other day, but I don't think this is going forward for another coffee. I had a stalker for a little while, but then I slept with him. So that'll show <laughs> him. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> she got him. I got him. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, but pe- I've had someone be angry. Yeah. Sure. Not, not like normal and try and just be like, okay, well, I understand. And then be like, fucking bitch, yeah. like after you hang out. Do you get the, uh, the the mean texts or the mean messages on the app when someone doesn't, when you oh, don't respond like to somebody? If, if you don't end, they're like, well, you're fat anyway. Yeah. Or wow. they'll say stuff like that. And you're Unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, yes, I know. I'm a fat, untalented <laughs> <Yeah>. gold digger. <laughs> like, wow. Those are the kinds of things. And, car- and there must be lying about career. Oh, everyone. Oh, every, every guy is a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, I'm, I'm, no self-employed CEO okay. or um, director. Of a lot of um, all the really good-looking guys are photographers. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Wow. 
It's hard to explain. No, it's not. It's yeah. L.A. Yeah. It's, it's so classic. It's so it's fake. Yeah, right. The, yeah, you've got to assume that half of them are fake. I yeah. Because okay. think about all the weirdos online, like on Twitter. Who, yeah. Sorry, I'm fine who create fake accounts just to troll other people. Yeah. I mean, there's so much of that. Well, it just came out the other day that, like, is it uh, Tinder? They don't track for sexual predators? No, it was I, just re- a right, I, heard thing that, I heard that on NPR. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's weird. I See, for me, it's... Have you done I, it at all? I have done it a little bit, but not in a long time. Because I always found it strange to meet someone. Like, if I wanted to go on a date with a woman in Marina Del Rey tonight, I could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I totally could. And, and then I... And for me, the novelty is like, I'm at... A restaurant in Marina Del with a fucking stranger. Yeah, and do I have to pay? And her breath smells. And I'll have to drive all the way home. No, I'm old school and I'll do that. But I have had the experience of going to Venice or whatever, yeah. and well, like we will, yeah. making out with someone who doesn't know anything about, who doesn't know one person, who doesn't know Michael Bunin or Seamus right. or anybody. You You're know saying what I mean? You need a connection. I yes. like the connection because I Let's think the connection her, but... keeps you keeps both people honest. Yeah, and they, I always yes. found that that was the way back in the day. That if you were, especially if you were set up, I mean, people like I'm setting you up with a friend of mine. Right. I expect that friend to be cool. Yeah. Right? Well, you can. And, both if, and if you don't like him, that's person. fine. But that person better be good to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I think that there's accountability that's not gone. And, you know, look, God bless anyone who just wants to go out and hook up with people and like do whatever. That's, not that's where totally we are. cool. That's not who we are anymore. That's not who I am. Yeah. And it's just not, it's just not, I just don't, I just don't, it doesn't work with my brain. Welcome to a new sensitive brand of cast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Richard. <laughs> Fuck you, Richard. Push, push play and we'll see what else we got down uh, there. The pipe. Oh, well, you know. Cool this. glasses. Speaking of online dating. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Prince and the Revolution released Around the World in the Day in 1985 and the album Parade yeah. in 1986. Parade served as the soundtrack for Prince's second film, which was called Under the Cherry Moon. Prince directed and starred in that movie, which also featured Kristen Scott Thomas. The album was a mega hit, and it featured the number one hit single, Kiss. Yeah. But the movie was a ba-bomb. Semen. Semen. <laughs> Fair enough. Cash After that, uh, the revolution disbanded, and Prince released uh, the double album, Sign of the Times, in 1987 as a solo artist. He then released a bunch of more albums. Before debuting, uh, debuting his new power generation band in 1991. Did anyone see Under the Cherry Moon? Did, did, did you go back to Susan Gross's house to, to watch <laughs> to Under, the Chen, Under the Cherry Moon? <laughs> hoarder. <laughs> hoarder. <laughs> Susan Gross's mom was a hoarder. I mean, okay. She was sitting in on the old, sense. old thank you cards. There were the, like... messy closets. Okay, they were messy closets. <laughs> But there was there was no viewing party at Susan Gross's house for Under the Cherry Moon. No, no, no. Right. We should all get together and have one, though. So. It's black and white. Do you remember the movie? I Ew. do. I think I've only seen it once, and I've seen Purple Rain probably... 69 times. 69 times. 69 times. Yeah. As have I. Yeah. Purple and I will Rain. not see it one more, because it's the perfect number. Well, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't quite hold up. Like... The lady slapping, and the... Like, that's not... That's a no yeah. grow anymore. Yeah. But I'm mad like at you, Dad. That stuff is awesome. That stuff is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Your crack addict dad. Was he a crack addict in the movie? I or a, co- so. a, a cocaine a addict? It's been a while. I just I just remember Kristen Scott Thomas being in that movie. That's all that I remember. I think I saw it once. What a beautiful memory. 
What a beautiful memory. Because that, that, that came out when I was in college. He said came. So I was, that, when I was cool. And dating. Oh. And happening. Were you the coolest guy on campus at Northwestern? I was one of the cool guys. Yeah. I say that. Sorry, yeah, I, I was. I hope Betsy was. I was. I know. But, but that's how Betsy and I met. Because Betsy and I were both hyper social. Yeah. And we, when we met, we were like part of the same sort of tribe of people. Cute. And going out a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot to the detriment of classes. And, I'm sure. And things that you're supposed to learn in college. Uh, we always say if we met bef- while we were in college or in high school or junior high, we would be dead now. Right. Yeah. We met right after college. Oh, you met right after. When, yeah, you, yeah. when you came to Chicago. Right. Now, did, did Julia, did you come to Chicago to do the comedy? Is that what brought you to Chicago, Illinois? Kind of. I was, uh, I went to Indiana University. Great. So, um, I, one of my friends, I was living in New York after I graduated. And then my friend who's from New York, from Indiana, was moving to Chicago. And she was home for the summer. She's like, I'm moving to Chicago in three weeks. I'm like, I'm going. So, because I couldn't really afford to live in New York. So, when I got to Chicago, I had knew about Second City and I decided to take a class there. And then that was it. Great. Who was your teacher? Do you remember who your teacher was? This guy, cool. This guy, Martin DeMott, he, he died. Right, I remember that, Marty okay. Mutt. Yeah. And did you, Dana, wanted to do comedy for a long time, growing up in Skokie, I, feeling the power of Second City downtown? Um, well, it's so interesting. I always knew that I was wanted to do some kind of comedy, but I never thought it was realistic. Sure. So, believe it or not, in high school, I gr- actually, I, gr- I grew up with one of Sharna's nieces. Sharna Halpern. Who, Sharna Halpern right. from the Improv Olympic. Right. And her niece is Stacy, And we were best friends in sixth grade. So, when we started, uh, it was in high school, we started going to see shows at I.O. Oh, wow. So, I was a Holy little, Christ. I was a youngin, and I was like, I can do this. So, you saw some of, like, the, because the old guard people that yeah. started at I.O., people like Adam McKay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Neil oh, yeah, Flynn, like, you knew you saw all those heavy oh, yeah. hitters. Oh yeah, right away. So then I went wow. to college, not thinking that I could do that or was it realistic, and right. I majored in business marketing. Sure, because I didn't know what else to do. And two weeks later, I signed up for a class at Improv Olympic, and that's no when I met shit. Julia. No shit. Who January second, nineteen ninety six. Fuck yeah, that, and then, and that's a crazy period of time. And yeah. I've said this on this podcast before because the talent that was in oh Chicago, the specific people that were doing comedy yeah. in Chicago, whether it was Matt Walsh, yep. or Adam McKay, or Brian Stack, you guys, Tina Fey, Stephanie Weir, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Rachel, Rachel Dratch, Rachel Dratch. I mean, I writers mean, like Teresa Mulligan, yeah, and Laura Kraft. They were everyone was performing. I mean, it's an Insane and it was so little people. then. Now right. it's like a, a huge institution. I mean, not, a, but I mean, it's a, it's, it's like these huge so school. Many people oh, are doing it. The people that come to Los Angeles to be in UCB, yeah, is redick, as the kids would say. Yeah, redonkey dick. Redonkey dick. Well, I remember in my first, uh, in our first level one, I'm from Skokie, but then I moved to Chicago, and yeah. I was the only person from Chicago in our level one class. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. There were eighteen. Holy there were eighteen shit. of us. I remember, and I was the only one. But it was still so long ago. Right. But people came to Chicago to study. Yeah. yeah. Second city, and Second then they hear city. about in the annoyance, or they hear about Improv Olympic. We both did the annoyance. Right. Oh, you yeah. both did shows yeah. at the annoyance. Oh yeah. 
Thea. Fuck yeah. We loved it there. McNapier. Oh my yeah. God, he's our everything. He directed our show that got us all super popular and into the Aspen Comedy Festival. Now tell me here. about that show, because this is because I know about this show, but so you guys decided that you would do a duo show. Well, yes. we love performing together, but Great. Sharna, after you, you know, you, you sign up for these classes, you go through five levels, then you're put on a team to perform in front of a live audience. Right. Well, we were the last two people from our class to be put on a team. <laughs> and then we were put on the same team. We were like, too good. We, we were, were just too good. too good. She couldn't figure out where to put us. And then we were put on the same team. And like one, after one of our first shows, Sharna said, if you girls ever say vagina on my stage again, you're never going to perform here together ever again, ever. For so, real. Yeah. So the next show she we, did. So the next show we had, all we Sharna. said was vagina. Right. Yeah, you <laughs> she did. She split us up for six years. Yeah. What? Yep. We so weren't we, allowed to be on a team together. Yeah, perform together there. So that's when we start taking uh, annoyance. Sharna Halpern. Yes. We love her. She knows. We love her. She knows. We don't know when to say vagina then, but we don't. We do now. So thank you, Sharna. Wow. So, But then we went back years later. We wrote this show, and we knew that there's nothing we loved better than performing with each other. And we came back six years later, and we wrote this sketch show, and she let us do it at I.O. Now, what was the name of that sketch show? The Dane and Julia Show. The Dane and Julia Show. <laughs> and that got you to the Aspen Comedy Festival. Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. The first version of the show was called WWJJDDD. Sure. <laughs> what would Julia and Dana do do? <laughs> but then after Mick got a hold of it, he said no. <laughs> did, did Mick Napier produce the show? Yeah. Yeah. And, right. uh, and Susan, actually, Susan Messing actually uh, per, uh, helped us in the beginning of it. That's amazing. And how was your experience at the Aspen Comedy Festival? <laughs> <laughs> Cashew. Cashew. Okay. Right, safe word. Safe word. Fair enough. Fair enough. But did that get Los Angeles a column? Yes. Yes. Okay. No, because we're... One of the good things that came out of Aspen... Yeah, which is, there are many. Yeah, we met Adam Sandler. He came to our show... With his like, the Adam crew. Sandler, yeah, yeah. not Adam Sandler from Camp High, right. no, 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 or no. Camp Shalom, no, 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 <laughs> the, the, the comedian, Sandler. right, right, <laughs> who so, we were obsessed with, right. and he loved it. Great. So then he, we ended up working with him for like. The first ten years we were out here. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, you did. He moved. Yeah. Well, we moved out here like two weeks later because he gave us a development deal. Fantastic. So. It was awesome. Right. And we had a few of them with Happy Madison. And did you guys live together right away? Did, or? Ew. Sick. No, God. no, no. <laughs> Why does everyone think we're lesbians? Cashew. <laughs> Where are you roommates together? In Chicago. We were in roommates Chicago, in Chicago. Here, no, but not in LA. We were roommates for a few years in Chicago. And we were also bartend, uh, cocktail waitressing and also doing our show and living together. And yeah. like it was too much. So we looked at each other in the thigh and we said, if we're going to make this relationship, this non-sexual relationship work, we can't live together again. Understood. I think that's a good call. So when I moved out here, I lived with Ike and um, Colton and Dave Stassen and Hayes MacArthur. Mm -hmm. Like they had this yeah. huge house on Curacao and Sunset. Yep. Um, and Julia got this awesome apartment. I had a dog, so I didn't know what to do. Julia lived in the neighborhood. I lived on Martell. And Fuck I, yeah, you I, did. Then I moved like Martell and Sunset? Or yeah. Mar yeah. Mm -hmm. and I lived a, lot of, a lot of hookers and shootings when I first yeah. moved Well, because that's where we lived in that same neighborhood when we moved to LA, and it was all hookers yeah, back in the I day. I didn't know where to go. Like, I was Poinsettia was... and Sunset, right, right behind the Rock and Roll Ralphs. Well, Hugh Grant got arrested for picking up a hooker right there at uh, around the corner from that Mediterranean restaurant by the... Uh, 
the uh, stunt actors or by the around the corner from Coaching Horses. Real? That's where it was. That's where he got busted. No. Well, well yeah, because back in the day, for Coach people listening horses. at home, sunset between Fairfax and La Brea after midnight was Lady Hooker Fest. Sex town. It was sex town. <laughs> yeah. Especially Gardner, especially Gardner uh, and Sunset. Sex town. Two thousand. That was a cruise on Sunset when, <laughs> right. with, with those guys when I lived here. At first. Right. It so was crazy. Sex town. So yeah, Hugh Grant got he got busted because and back that was when when on Betsy Santa Monica. No, it was uh, Eddie Murphy got busted on Santa Monica. Yeah, right. That's, Santa Monica okay. and Formosa. Yeah. That was not Lady Hookers. Uh, back yeah. We should use his music, his songs for the. Uh, um, what was uh, a party all the time? Yeah. yeah. What's the other one? I put There's a beat one? in your butt. Yeah. A bubble right. beat. <laughs> Feels real good when I sing about my butt. Yeah. Yeah. So he he, 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 he picked up a he picked up a bee, if you will, on Santa Monica and for and uh, Formosa. Yeah. But he but back in the when Betsy and I lived, we lived on Ogden and Fountain, and way back in the early nineties, people would pull into that neighborhood yeah. to get jiggy with the with the hookers. Oh my god! I remember we used to write at this. Coffee shop that was there. Yeah. Stir crazy. Yeah. Abbott's mm-hmm. Habit. Yeah. Or Abbott's Habit. Yeah. yeah. Not Stir yeah. Crazy. I'm sorry. It's Abbott, Abbott's Habit. Right there near Gardner and Sunset. Yeah. yeah. Right there. And I would literally like we'd walk there and I would be in my pajamas, yeah. like carrying my computer. No bra. No. Bra. <laughs> no. I, and like some guy would pull up and be like, Hey, hey, like driving slow. So I'm like, I'm in my. Th- I fucking haven't even showered in three days. I'm, I'm working on my spec. I'm wearing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing my spat. <laughs> I had on like sweatpants, like baseball hat, and they. Still are like, hey, yeah, but how we, much? Yeah. But we would look out the windows, and there would be all these prostitutes walking up and down like the streets. But, they, but they, wouldn't have a, they would have no purses. There's no keys. Nobody has a key or a right. purse, and that's how you would know. Like they're just walking. We saved uh, a, one one night in the early '90s. My roommates and I. Betsy was out on a date. Betsy Thomas was out on a date. My roommates and I were asleep. Two thirty in the morning, we hear a woman screaming, basically coming from our front yard. We all woke oh up, God. ran out the door. As we ran out the door, a girl basically gets shoved out of a car, lands on the sidewalk. We run down and grab her. We all thought it was Betsy screaming. Oh, my God. And we see this car pull away. And then immediately, the first thing that we noticed was the smell, the crazy perfume smell. Oh. And she was crying. And it was a a young lady who got picked up on Sunset, pulled in front of our house. The guy wanted more than she was willing to do. And he started choking and punching her. We Jesus. called the cops immediately. Good. When we grabbed her and put a blanket around her, she she actually, the, one of the first things she said was, don't call the cops. And we were like, it's too late. Yeah. And when the cops showed up, they were like, yeah, she was just a hooker. Aww. Are you serious? We were like, um, hello, a woman got attacked in front of our house. Yeah. And then Betsy and our roommate, Betsy, got home during the time that we were like caring for her and you know because she was just in hysterics and she still she had cash in her hand which was crazy. Right. I'll never forget that. And Betsy and our roommate, Jeff, Drove her to the Travelodge on Sunset in La Brea, and that's where her pimp was. Can we talk um, about online dating? <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather go back to that. Thanks. What's been your experience on Tinder, Richard? Are you on Hinge? No. School of Fish? Raya? Raya? Are you on Raya? I can't get you on. Can't, you can't get on Raya. I've even yeah. gotten a, a friend. Like, you know how they, you have to get like a coupon or something? You Someone mean has to a, recommend a you? famous person has to yes, recommend yeah. you I mean, for Raya? I don't know. I mean, he's is he famous? No. Well, I mean, he's a director and he's like, here, you can have mine. And they still are like, we have your, your friend, uh, 
request and your application. I mean, it's been since like 2017. Oh, so Ryan is shutting you down even you go, even though you got the legit request to come on? Yeah. Yep. It's like getting into the Soho house in Malibu. Yeah. I'll forget it about is, it. It is. It's the same thing. Raya. But Welcome. I know I wouldn't, I would hate it anyway. Oh, Mike. Can you mention the annoying people on Raya? No. no. Especially That's where the I hear dudes. Every guy is a photographer on Raya. <laughs> right. Which means... But they're also they're also producers and directors. I think the producer guy's got to be one of the most annoying characters in the city of Los Angeles. Mm. Film producer guy. Yeah. yeah, cream. Get this down, is, cream. This is from. I remember this from college. <laughs> 1991's Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. Ew. Had four hit singles in uh, the U.S., including Cream. Turn it up. This was Prince's <laughs> fifth number one single. In 1993, in the midst of a contractual dispute with Warner Brothers, Ooh. Prince changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I used to pronounce it. <laughs> Also known as the love symbol. And he just cranked out albums to try to get out of his weird contracts. In the early 90s, Prince was not a happy camper with Warner Brothers. That's all I got. I'm not going to nerd out and give you guys a ton of... I forgot Prince why was he that. that? He I just forgot. hated being on Warner Brothers. Oh. I think because they, they... Gave him notes and wanted to mold him. Probably, I don't think anyone ever gave Prince a note. <laughs> but they were probably passive-aggressively mad because they couldn't give him notes. Right. They wanted another Purple Rain over and over. Oh. Yeah, they wanted another... Like a, like oh, thank you, Richard Sheltinga. Yeah. With All the right. music biz... Right. They wanted Purple Rain over and over and, and over. can you blame them? Well, I mean, no. every time Julie True. and I have a meeting, they're like, we're looking for another Bridesmaids. We're like, goodbye. For real. <laughs> oh, no, tell me. For real. So when you guys go in on current development meetings. Well, this, that, I mean, it's been a, a little years, bit. But but after Bridesmaids came out. That's yes. all we heard. Everything, every single person was like, we we're looking for like the next Bridesmaids or your version of Bridesmaids. We're like, but it's already Bridesmaids. <laughs> 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 no, but but your version of bridesmaids right. would be so, kind of similar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little dirtier. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's just so they everyone so works out of fear. They work out of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't, if they don't say, well, I told them to do it like Purple Rain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that did so well, then they can blame it on something else. It's not like exactly. Everyone's just so afraid of getting a job and losing a job. But exactly. You mean the executive people? Everyone. 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 Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I've got very serious here on the podcast. Cashew. Yeah, but if you if you look at the history of Hollywood and. Mm-hmm. It, the people that have, not to get too serious here, but no, <laughs> no, let's do it. No. if you look at the history of executives in Hollywood, the ones who kept taking risks, they had the longest careers. Thank you, Richard. The ones who what, tried to maintain their, their salaries and their yeah. bonuses, mm-hmm. they all failed. Yeah. Yep. Every single one of them. Yep. That's right. Let's talk about online dating. Pioneers, <laughs> Pioneers, Mavericks, are you guys working on anything right now? We are. we are. We actually cannot stop creating. Great. Tell everyone. Um, is there any way that you can talk about what you're doing without giving it away? Or oh, do you yeah. have something out in the world that you're trying to set up or something that is set up? Or We're writing a book. Okay. Fan-fucking-tastic. Guess what it's about. I would say it's about going to Jewish camp and... <laughs> <laughs> Creating a Jewish camp. <laughs> Creating a, a Jewish camp for Jews who live out in the middle of non-Jew land. Yeah. 
the Midwest. Exactly. Please right. buy our book. <laughs> it's called Camp Chai. <laughs> and it takes place at a camp in the Dells. There is a, Jew- a Jewish camp mm-hmm. part to it. Great. Okay, okay. Just the so sexy what's the stuff. what's the book about? It's about our, our friendship. friendship. Oh, good. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that cute? So it's not so fiction or nonfiction? Non-fiction. Non-fiction, okay. There's a little bit about who we were before we met, and Love then it. everything that happened after. We all our stories. We've been together 26 and a half years. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking amazing. That because well, No, because it's not, no, it's inspiring because a lot of people can't go the distance that way. Right. But you guys have found each other. And you guys have stuck with each other, and you're still creating together, which is really fucking kick-ass. I mean, think about... That's the amazing thing about Chicago in yep. the 90s, where all these incredible people found each other yep. and started working together. Yeah. I think it's incredible. Yeah. That's rad. Well, we're very proud of ourselves, and we yeah. keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And right on. And you guys were working on American Princess, right? Yes. Yeah, no we longer. love that show. It's about the Renaissance Fair. Right. And uh, we loved it, but unfortunately didn't get a second season. Fair enough. We're also writing a new script. We have a new pilot we're working on. Okay, good. Excellent. Still in the game. Any live performing? We haven't performed live in a long time. Yeah. Do you guys ever think about revisiting and going back and doing a version of... We do. What you do? We talk yeah. about it all the time. You do. It's we will so, at some it's point. It's so hard to do in LA as opposed to Chicago because you have to, it's such a grind getting people to come. That's to the, the whole, with anything. Yeah. It's the constant, it's the constant begging. Yeah. I mean, begging. I, I did it with even my stupid birthday concert. I mean, I, yeah. I, I no, I mean, I, but that's I was fun. on Twitter. It's not like you're I know, but, but it's, it's still, you want people to. one man sh- show. Like, it, that was a lot of fun. I did the one man yeah. show. I, I did a one man show in the nineties. Yeah, well, that's, that's fine. Me that's heat different. And got me that's Hirsch. fine. Yeah, right. But that was still faxing. Yeah, I yeah. remember going to the Ralphs on Sunset and like faxing people. Yeah. to come see yeah. my oh, stupid yeah. show. We get mad when people invite us to shows now. Or like you're right. shows. Like you're over forty five. You cannot invite us to your one woman show anymore. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, I support you. I love you. I'll be in bed by eight. And God bless. Yeah, we still know some people that are doing. I God bless them. I'm not God bless them. I just show. I can't. You can't do improv Unless it's clock on a Wednesday, I can't. Yeah. I just Unless can't. it's like legends doing it. Understood. Right. But right. The, the tried and true peer group, like, no. no. Well, it. Just also, we're just getting older. We're, I mean, we're exhausted. Like, my, our girlfriends are now like, let's all go for somebody's birthday. And we're like, okay, let's all meet at four. Uh, <laughs> 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 we can get happy hour. Yeah. I have said, if I'm not in bed by 9.57, I've made a huge mistake. Uh, Do you know I, what I'm saying? I have a friend. We have a friend named Rebecca Corey. She's the best joke. I know Rebecca Corey. Oh, yeah. Stand She's up a, for pits. Oh, yeah. yeah. We mm-hmm. love her so much. She says, if I'm not in bed by nine, it's because I'm up having a panic attack. <laughs> Always been a favorite of mine. Rebecca Corey. <laughs> Is that why you wouldn't go to the store with me? No, I actually had plans the other night when you went to the comedy store. <laughs> I had plans, and, and you did text, admittedly, late in the day. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to read you guys some Prince notes. Yeah. Richard, you might have to pick a different song to play us out with, because we got a couple minutes. Prince... <laughs> Ladies, yeah. Prince Learning. has been romantically linked with many celebrities over the year, including Abalonia, Kim Basinger, yeah. Madonna, Vanity, ah, Vanity, Sheila E, Carmen Electra, Susanna Hawks from the Bangles, really, and yes, the actress. Wrote one of their songs. 
He wrote, um, oh my God. He, 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 manic Monday. Manic Monday. Yes, you wrote Just manic Monday. another Manic Monday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she, the actress Sherilyn Finn. Don't In know April her. of 2016, she was on Twin Peaks. She was the yeah. hot brunette lady oh. on Twin Peaks. In April 2016, at the age of 57, oh shit, Prince died of an accidental fentanyl overdose. His home and recording studio in suburban Minneapolis, Paisley Park. He sold over 130 million records worldwide. He won seven Grammy Awards, seven Brit Awards, six American Music Awards, four MTV Music Awards, an Academy Award, and a Golden Globe. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004. Rolling Stone ranked Prince at number 27 on their list of 100 greatest artists of all time. I would put him in my top 10. I would too. Fuck you, Rolling Stone, number 27. I know, that's you. <laughs> Assholes. That much better. How many people are... Just... Okay, Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Boomer. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> Who wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> Prince. So when does everyone start fooling around? <laughs> <laughs> I need. I, I would need a. I would need a half a beer, and then, and, and then, then we can. Then you know, I, I'll bore the shit out of you. <laughs> when do we, we get all the Irishman on? <laughs> With, that'll push my butt. Yeah, yeah. The, the, Irishman. the Irishman will get my get me in the mood. That's for sure. That's yeah, a date when movie. Do we, <laughs> Yeah, I'm making out with my arm. It's been a long, long time. Oh my god, my time went The big girl or the little girl? The big little girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys would like to promote or anything? Anything you want to say to the people out there? Just that we love them. You do love them. <laughs> Yeah, just thanks for loving us, everybody. Yeah, we're loving you back. You guys we are We would loved. never be here without our fans. You guys are loved. Yeah. <laughs> we just really want to thank our fans. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be nothing without them. We also apologize to our parents. It's been a rough road. <laughs> now, now, on that point, have, have, the, have any of the parental units been like, hey, uh, can you d- dial it back? Uh, oh, uh, all day long. All, all day long. <laughs> For 26 years. Oh, my. For real. We've done one thing they're proud of. Really? Yeah. Maybe one. But Did that's anyone it. come to the Aspen Comedy Festival to see? Because that was a huge coming out party in a way. No, it was just us and Mick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So no one came to no, see. We would family. never have let our parents come. No, <laughs> never. And thank God, because who knows what they would have seen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do, does, does anyone remember the first time a parent was like, hey, oh. can you... Dial it back, please. That's embarrassing, or it's embarrassing to us, or whatever. However, they phrased it. Well, the worst, the worst was our show. I would think. Yeah, I mean, they are both. Our moms have said, "Does it have to be so dirty? <laughs> Is yeah. it necessary?" My mom goes up to people after our show, and she's like, "She wasn't raised in a house with words like that." I'm right. like, mom. <laughs> No, but um, it's a direct reflection on them. We did this awesome uh, web series with Comedy Central called Biatches uh, okay. some year, years ago. Uh-huh. And um, we just thought it was it was about two young junior high kids or high school girls in behavior school right. based on us. Right. And after our parents saw it, <laughs> oh my <mom>. Julia's mom. <laughs> what did she do? She calls and I so she watched it. And it's so immature. It's so raunchy. But, but it's, it's so, so funny. funny. We love she it. She said... Who is this for? <laughs> like prisoners, oh. <laughs> pedophiles. <laughs> that's 
That's who's this for is the greatest mob comment of all yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my god, that just cuts right down. That just yeah. gets down to it. Yeah. Oh my god. That's incredible. But we're the only people who get in trouble for being dirty. Like yeah. All other women comedians are, are Make dirty. A huge. And, yeah. Because you I, guys. I think were, we, like, we were like kind of first on the scene. And so yeah, we, you were. We're, we've been given a different set of rules. Well, I feel like while you guys were doing your thing in Chicago, Sarah Silverman, yes. young Sarah Silverman, was sort of doing a version of that here. Well, but she, then like, we would say we're like kind of the, the sketch version of Sarah. Absolutely. Who? I'm such an idiot. Who's the stripper lady who became a huge. Uh, screenwriter. Oh, oh Dakota? my God, Dakota. No, no. Diablo. Diablo. Diablo Cody. Yes, right. Dakota. Dakota right. Fanning. So you, but you were doing, <laughs> yeah, Dakota Fanning. Diablo Cody. Yes, but the, the, she was way late to that to the raunch game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. People, I don't know. Some people, nobody says anything about them being raunchy, and then but we will be hammered to death. Yeah, really. Our representation. Yeah, it, when it was always like. Can you clean it up? It's like, but even the, repre- even the representation. Who are your reps? Yeah, we At were with Christine Gray for a long time. Wow. There'd be like, our manager's like, you're still doing all the vagina talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like every other girl is talking about it too. But we're wow. funnier. Yeah, <laughs> and older. Wow. And older now. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, do you think it's because you're a duo, and it's just too much energy for some guys? You know, you know what? I don't know. I That's don't interesting. Know. I have because no everything, idea. everyone you compared yourselves to is a, a single comedian. It's very out true. There. That's very true. They're a double barreled yeah. shotgun. Men can only yeah. take so much feminine energy. Yeah, and Whoa. we're a lot, especially wow. on stage with our non-sexual chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear our guys? Non-sexual. We don't fucking fool around. <laughs> That's incredible. I think you know what? I think you're right about that. I, I don't know. Blame men. But lame men are in charge of a lot, a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Oh yeah, men especially wanna, comedy. Men want to corral shit. They want to corral shit. Men yeah. want, especially the ladies, the yeah. funny ladies. Well, we're, we're uncorrallable. You know yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, fuck it. You guys are Dana and Julia. Yeah. We're fuck just gonna em. be who we are and wait and see who comes to us. Exactly. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Thank I you. I think I think I have a new dating strategy for you. Tell me, please it's, tell me. It's called. Let go and let God. Um, <laughs> Take your clothes as, off. As, as, a, as an, an, as an Al-Anon, as an Al-Anon, I try to do that. Okay. And I have let God and he's brought me nothing. Why are you an Al-Anon? Who do you go there for? Uh, in various and sundry things. There have been historical characters. <laughs> there have been historical characters in my life. Tom Waits is my favorite musician. I got it. I got it. Me too. That's why I go. <laughs> You're triggered by his drinking. Yeah. No, no, no. But that's, yeah. Do you sing any Tom Waits? Do I sing any? Th- yeah. I can't. No, I can't sing Tom Waits. Even his old stuff? Even in the beauty and the sheep and the Yeah. That's good, though. You, you should, should have a monkey, ba- a monkey bang on a piano and <laughs> yeah. just go, who's you could sing the closing times. <laughs> you could sing the closing time stuff. Yes, you I, could. I never, I never got into weights because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, well, my Chicago days were cool very guy. Pixies, Sonic Youth, too replacements. Too rock and roll. Too rock and roll. Too feeling? Iron Maiden, too feeling. No, too non-feeling. Oh. Yours was. Because the button but is the, so buried, so that's why have, you listen to songs <laughs> about dragons and kings. From the hair. It's buried from the hair. Well, maybe if you could feel Tom Waits, you could get a woman. Yeah. Is that is that what I need to do? No, Don't let go. Me. Your advice is, Julia, your advice is let go, let God. Yeah. Danny, your advice is... Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Well, and, and both apply. Right. Yeah. 
both the plot. I do it. I keep doing what I do. I turn the rest over to my higher power. Yeah. As an Eleanor. Jesus. Your penis. Jesus. <laughs> Cash here. Ladies, I am, I'm honored. We're this done. Is, Thank this you is so, so, so much. Let's hang out in real life. Yes. Great. Are you guys going to <clears throat> Art of the Marines yes. Christmas party? Okay, yes. So I will see you guys next Saturday, Saturday night yes. socially. Yes. And there we'll, we'll check out the assemblance of nerds That's at that party. That's where we were reunited last year. I know we that. I remember, I remember that. It was a great commission. The assemblance of nerds. Assemblance of nerds. <laughs> Successful <Yeah>. nerds. <laughs> and our dear friend Arden's Christmas party. But, yes. uh, Love Arden. Yeah. We will be their spread eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting to see who comes to talk to us. Fair enough. Just letting go and letting God. Fair enough. <laughs> Right, ladies, thank you. Richard, thank you also for thank coming you, in. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome. On a Sunday. We're he's, loving you, Richard. Yeah, front to back. He's a good, <laughs> so he's, good. He's a good dude. You're playing us out with. Yeah. Baby, I'm a star. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Baby, I'm a star. Might not know it now. <laughs> <laughs>